What is up, everybody? Welcome to Real Life, Real Talk, Real Jesus. I'm Chase, your host here. And we are going to be talking about Jesus today. The main reason we even do these podcasts and the main reason that we do all the things we do in life. Uh, and, and I hope to, that we can say that every day. Sometimes it's harder than others, but you know what? We do what we can and we just achieve more the further we go along. I want to come to you today and just just bring back what we started with, and that's Jesus. To bring it back to the the fundamentals of where we start out in our Christian faith and why we do what we do and the effect it has on our life and how it has changed my life. So what happened is, is when you build the relationship with Jesus, he begins to change your heart and change the way you think. He changes the way your mood is. He changes everything about us. To, and I like to think it's to more mirror his and his example that he gave us. It's kind of crazy how these things come about and how we change over our Christian walk. And and this is a podcast for Christians and, and even for non-believers who are curious about what Christians think and, and how we process things. Jeremy's not here today. I hope to have him back on soon. But, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of, to me, it's not as, it's fun without him here because he just brings such a joy to the podcast, but we'll have him back on here soon as soon as he gets time to clear his schedule. But, but for right now, let's talk about Jesus and what he is doing around us, what he is doing in the world and how he is changing the things that we don't even know about. He, he is in the works and in, in processing things that we have no clue about. We, we may never see, but it is affecting people and it is, it is making an impact on people's lives. Jesus, to me, is the foundation of the new me and, and where I come from. I didn't start out you know, loving people like I do or, or praying for people like I do or even seeing miracles. And I didn't start out that way. I go and tell you, I didn't. I started out with a shaky faith. I always knew that God existed. I always did. It's very clear to me that God is in everything and, and the creator of all things. That was, that was easy for me to see even as a child. And I take it as I, I had faith then and I prayed then, but I had not developed a relationship like I should have. You know, and we have been given the access through the sacrifice Jesus gave us. When he tore that veil in the temple, he opened up full access for us to come to the Father in prayer and to pray and be grateful and be humble and be and come to God knowing that we don't have it all together. That is the main thing. And Jesus gave us that example when you had the tax collector. Uh, he was praying and he he was just praying, saying, "God, I'm I'm a sinner. I'm a sinful man." I, and he gave us that example of coming in humble, coming in knowing that we are not perfect, but praising God because He is. It is just one of those amazing things that we get to experience is that connection with the Father. And staying plugged in is important for us. It's important for Christians to understand that if we don't remain in that quiet place with the Lord, that we will start to falter. We will start to fall. And we will not be as strong as if we were. I know most Christians who are on their walk, they understand that. And they understand that when they fall backwards a little bit, that it affects them drastically and it affects those around them. That's how we stay grounded, is with that one-on-one -on -one time with our Heavenly Father. 
And it is important to build any relationship is to have that one-on-one time, whether it be with your spouse, your children, whether it be with your friends, uh, your family, your mother and your father, it, it, all those things. It, it takes that, you know, relationship building to continue to let you grow and to continue to let you grow together. The thing about God and when we pursue a relationship with him is the fact that he is the perfect father. He is the perfect creator. You know, his word tells us that his word tells us a lot of things. And you're going to find out real quick that we are not perfect in our ways and our ways are not his ways. But what do we do? What do we do with that? Well, we have to understand that God is a creator of all things and knows what is going to happen and knows what is best for us. And a lot of people come in and they come in with prayers being mad at God because something has happened in their life to where they can't process it the way they want to and they can't understand why this happened or or why God would take this person or why God would let that happen. Well, and that's a good, good question. It really is. It's why would a God who can control it all let natural disasters happen or let babies die or let loved ones pass away? Like why? Or let horrible things happen to people? And, and the answer is simple yet complicated because when, you, when you're not ready to see it, you won't see it. But when you are ready to see it, it'll, be, it'll reveal itself to you in a way that brings comfort. And what, what God does in my life and in the people I've talked to's lives, because I've seen them on both ends. I've seen them on the end of where they don't trust God because they feel like he took something away from them or they do trust God because they know that he did something for a purpose. And, th- and that's where we find ourselves in this. And, and what Jesus did is he came in and he just changed everything for us. He allowed access to, to all these things. God You know, Jesus was 100% God, 100% man. He had to come with the fleshly body and experience things like we did. And the one thing he got to experience was loss. He understood what it was like to lose people. He understood what it was like to have hurt in this life. He understood all these things. And the one thing he never did was blame God for why these things happen. You never heard him gripe about those things. Because Jesus knew that these things were to happen. He knew what to expect on this earth was loss because it rains on the just and the unjust. But what God did is he allows us to understand these things. And when we're ready, when we are mad and when we're upset, it is so hard to see clear. It is so hard when we're going through grief or loss to understand why God would do something. But then we have to step back and realize there is a purpose to the pain. There is a reason for the anguish that we have. And there is a reason why these things still happen, even though God is good. God is good. And the things that I'm not going to say he causes things to happen, but I will say that he is a God who could prevent it. Correct? Yes, we all know that. And that's why people get so frustrated about that. It's because why didn't God stop it? I'm not going to say he started it, but why didn't he stop it? Well, there's a reason behind it. And what if that reason leads someone else to eternal salvation? We don't know. We don't know. I've seen it several different times to where someone, a loved one passes away and it gets others' hearts stirred 
to know that this life is temporary, and then they give their self to the Lord. So to the person who lost their life and to God, would that be would that be enough reason? Because what God wants for us is to have that eternal salvation with Him, to seek Him, to, to spend eternity with Him, because what we have here on this earth is so minute. It is so small compared to eternity that when we turn our heart to God, it it completely changes everything. And then let's say, here's I give for example a lot, is if all of our past hurts, all of our past traumas lead us to a place of repentance to where we find eternity in heaven with our heavenly father, then, then we have to consider it all worth it. But until you're ready to receive that information, it will sound foreign to you and it will sound not as fulfilling as it should. And that happens with a lot of things. And that's why we can read God's word over and over and get something completely different out of it, depending on where we are in our lives and the stages we're at. It often is very difficult to see that God has a plan when we're in the middle of it. Usually we have to wait until we're past it to actually look back and see what God pulled us out of and what God worked us through. And if you're saying, well, I pray all the time for these things to happen, this things to happen, and I pray to get out of this situation, and you said, well, God never never gets me out of this situation. I'm still in the situation I was in. I'm still in anguish. I'm still hurting. I'm abused. I'm, all these things. Here's the thing about it. Timing is everything. And God's timing is perfect. Our timing, I know my timing you know, for example, if I would have done things whenever I was like, I'm ready to do this, I'm ready to get it over with, or I'm ready to make this happen. If I would have done that, I would have jumped the gun. I would have never been to the point to where I am now. I would have, I would have have gotten to a point to where it wouldn't be God sustaining me. It would have been me trying to sustain myself. And in that point, I find that I'm the weakest and that I am just wore out by trying to do it myself. But when God comes in, he gives us that resilience and that rest that allows us to overcome things we couldn't do on our own, to find strength we never would have found on our own, and to be that light that Jesus told us to be. Being that light means being filled every day by the kingdom. It means being renewed every day by Jesus and the love that he graciously gave us and continues to do. We often forget that we have wisdom of the Holy Spirit and and God tells us in his word to ask for that wisdom and he will give it freely, but do not doubt. Do not doubt that you have received it. God gives us that if we ask for it. And in times of, of great hardship, we are blurry, we're confused, we're lonely. We just There's so many things that go into it that, that the enemy uses to take us away from God's word, God's voice, and knowing what God said about us and what he said that he would do for us. We kind of find ourselves on uh, the, the other end of where our faith lies. It kind of feels almost like we've, we've fallen out of everything we know 
and we're going through things on our own. But let me tell you, Jesus can change everything he, he did for me 100%. No doubt. He, he, has, he changed my heart. He changed my mind. He changed the way I look at the world and the way I look at people. Because without him, I'm telling you, without Jesus, Chase, me, would be would be a butthole, would be just jerk to people. Like, and just naturally, my personality, yeah, I can be playful, but I can be worldly. And the worldly side of me has moods, just, just bad moods. And I have to constantly keep myself in check because I have to remember who God has made me to be, not the person I came from. Uh, not not the person before I developed the relationship because now I know different. Now I know better. And and Jesus has came into my life and he can come into yours as well and he can just change everything about you. He can renew you daily. You'd be picking up your cross daily. And as soon as that just changes and it's just like a flip of a switch, it, it changes everything about you. It took It took me, I felt like I was, you know, reading the Bible, I was reading the Bible every day. I was I was doing the audio every day, and I was listening to sermons. This was a this was a three three year process, at the least. It was a three year process before I actually start feeling like I could retain the words that I had read or listened to. And it was a renewing. It was almost like I had to be to pour out all of that old information that I hadn't. You know that that wasn't good for me. It wasn't good knowledge, and wasn't wasn't of God. I had to I had to pour all of that out and renew myself with what I knew to be true, which was God's word. And it was it was difficult. I'm not gonna lie. It was in order for Jesus to change me. It took three years, and it was a dedicated three years. I had to stay on it daily, and I know that a lot of people struggle to do that. I did. I did for a very long time until I realized that I couldn't do it on my own. And it had happened to where it was one of the most tragic things that ever happened to my life that just ripped me apart, made me realize that I wasn't as special as I thought I was and to realize that I wasn't capable of these things on my own. And I was, and I was broken. It took me being completely broken to realize that Jesus had a plan and he had a way of changing me that he knew that only me being broken, I would ever let him change me. I would ever let him in and never ever let him come and affect my life. And I've seen miraculous things since. Um, I just, it's life changing. Jesus is the life changing event in my life. He, everything that has humbled me in the past caused me, caused me great, um, disappointment, great hurt, uh, great mental and physical pain. And and do I blame it on God? No, I, I can't blame it on God. Could God have stopped it? Yes. But the fact is, would I be the man that I am today if I did not go through those horrible things? And the answer is no, 100% no, I wouldn't be. And you say, well, you might have been better. And I'm like, well, what was considered better is following the world better is following Jesus better. And to me, following Jesus is better. Could I have achieved things on my own? Absolutely. We, we all can, but Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. So it makes me question are the things that 
people are doing without Jesus, does it amount to salvation in others? I know it can if God uses it, but what, what tangibility does it have when we do it without Jesus, when we do it without thinking of him and, and putting him in everything we do? I always like to think of it like this. People talk about identity all the time, and this world is lost without identity. They don't know who they are. They 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 see these people on TV. They want to mimic them. People idolize sports. They idolize uh, people who are famous. You know, they idolize. You can put an idol as every, anything, no matter what it is. Our kids can become idols if we let them. Our spouses can become idols if we let them. We can become idols if we let it. Vanity is is a big deal. Look at Satan. This is how this is how that started. He was he was jealous of God. He wanted to be God. He wanted to have God's power. He wanted to be worshipped like God. And it just ended up with with him now as being the ultimate deceiver. These things, whenever we put everything in front of God, whenever we build our own idols, because if we don't worship God, you will find something to worship. And if we don't serve God, you will find something to serve. And everything that I, everything else that I have witnessed that I had served in my life other than God was something that was going to bring me destruction. It was something that wasn't going to be, it wasn't going to hold me up. It wasn't going to be stable enough. It's like having a table. You have four legs on a table. Well, if you take one of those legs out, the table's going to fall over. It won't be sturdy, especially if you're trying to hold weight on top of it. But with God, He is more like a, it's like a pole. You can lean on him. You can rest on him. It's made to support weight. He is made to, he is made to have all these things. So, so if we sit there and worship all these different things, we don't have a good foundation. We don't have identity. If our identity is straight in in the Lord and what He can do in our life, and straight in what He is in our life, then that overflows into the rest of our life. People talk about callings all the time. Christians talk about callings, but the the thing that we are called to do first is to give God all the glory every with everything we do. Give, give Him glory in all that we do, whether it be working, whether it be taking care of children, whether it be being a good spouse, whether it be being a good uh, child. No matter what it is, we are called to do it to honor God. And in that honoring of God, our calling is revealed. And therefore, the, our cup is being filled by our identity, which is in Christ. And now that overflows into what God has put us here for, you know, and the things that he is going to use us for. He put us here to glorify him, but what he uses us for is to help others and to grow the kingdom. So in his identity, we find strength. We find the overflowing that allows us to do all the things around us. When we try to fill it with um, self-medicating, when we try to fill it with addictions of different ways, physical and mental. We take all that away and we're trying to do it on our own at that point. When God has given us the strength through him to do these things. And it is just so powerful that he can do that and that we can process that and we are capable through Jesus to do these things. So, If you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, if you don't know Him for who He is and have built a relationship with Him, then I encourage you do so. You don't have to go and raise your hand at church and be like, okay, I'll give my life to Jesus. That's great. 
but you can do it right here and right now while you're listening to this podcast. You can say, I give my life to you. I know you died and rose for me, that you are the Son of God, that you have taken my sins away from me, and I repent, and I turn from my wicked ways, and I pursue you, and I give you a relationship today. That's all it takes. And if you don't know how to develop a relationship, there's plenty of information out there to do so. But mainly it is talking to the Lord and learning His Word and just listening for the Spirit to tell you what to do. But yeah, that's a lot of information. I know it is. And I'm going to get some people on here. We're going to do some Q&As. And I just I just pray that God gives me the the motivation and the courage to continue to to make episodes and to and to just glorify him and and what we do in this podcast what i want to do is i don't want to be a billboard that advertises chase i want to be a billboard that points to jesus and if i can do that and if i can take anything off of me and give it to him and give him all the glory then that is exactly what i want to do and that is what i pursue and and at the same time, I want to stay humble and motivated and know that I can't do it without Jesus. So I just encourage you, if you don't have a relationship, relationship with Jesus, that you find it and that you start spending time in prayer and building that relationship and that you spend time just knowing that with Him you are stronger. And, and you can get there. You can get exactly where you want to be. It may just take time. Just know that we are not perfect. We never, we never are. We never will be perfect. But when we, when we fall out of faith, all it takes is us letting go of our pride and, and the hurt that we cause ourselves and, and let, making us. And I know a lot of people feel like we've let down God when we do that. But come back to Him. And seek His forgiveness. And, and, and go back into what He's put you in. And then start fresh. Because that's what He wants. He wants you to, to not fall out of the fight, but to get back in it. Well, I love y'all. And I look forward to the future episodes and, and the future of um, the podcast. But I love y'all. Go on and leave a review. Let me know what you think. And uh, y'all have a blessed day.